This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, y'all, it's Jamie from the BHP Podcast. Wanted to take a moment to thank our awesome sponsors, Skullhooker Racks, Inc., Vanguard Outdoors, Beyond the Ears, Crossman, and Stealth Cam. These sponsors are the rock behind our awesome podcast. Make sure and check them out. Now, on to the show. Hey guys, we hope you're really enjoying the show. The BHP Podcast has been so much fun. If you are, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes and SoundCloud. It'd be so helpful and it really does go a long way. As usual, thank you for your support and listening to the BowHunterPlanet.com podcast. Hello and welcome to the BowhunterPlanet.com podcast. Myself, Dave Thomas, along with Jamie Noteboom. Hello. <laughs> I don't know if I should just say Noteboom or yeah. say Jamie Noteboom. I always get confused on what you... What do you like the best over there? Doctor. Doctor. Uh, it's Doctor Noteboom. Yeah. Well, good, let's do that. What about Dr. Noteboom. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> I think I like the boom, boom best. Got boom, boom in the room. Yeah, yeah boom, 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 boom in the room. Uh, Bob McGee's with us today, and uh, Chris McGee, so the family's making a comeback here tonight. Although I haven't seen Chris in a while with that new baby. Yep. Man, you've been kind of offline. Baby in work. I was going to say, man, I haven't seen you in a while. It's the first time you've been here in a while. And uh, Anyway, tonight we are talking hunting boots and, and outdoors boots, and um, with that, we're going to talk about just a little small brand name, Rocky Boots. <laughs> <laughs> no, just just a little guy. No, Rocky uh, <clears throat> has been around a very long time, and in fact, I remember this brand from, oh man, when I was a kid, first pair of boots I remember were the Bear Claws I had. Yep. And man, I tell you what, those boots were sick, you know, yeah. and you'd be walking a trail. And this is like my first pair of real boots, you know, yeah. when I was out in the field. And I remember buying them. And uh, I remember thinking in my head when that happened th- that these boots were worth every penny I spent, yeah. you know, and they weren't cheap. And I remember I got them, but they were, I got them at like a Bass Pro or something at the yeah. time or Gainer Mountain. And, but I remember thinking like, man, this thing's unbelievable, the grip, you know, when you're walking in the, the dirt and the mud and whatever you're, you come against and keeping your feet warm and, and dry, that was really important, you know. And during those times of being young, that's, you know, you don't know a lot better, so your experience then is important, you know. Yeah. That's, that's the make or break time for you as being an outdoorsman. And, you know, thank God Rocky uh, saved me. So um, with that being said, we have our good friend Ryan from Rocky Brands on with us today. Ryan, how's it going? man doing well yourself dave doing well uh you know uh, thanks for joining us Uh, it's number one i was going to pronounce your last name but i don't want to wreck it so i'll let you say it yourself (laughs) mason bach mason bach okay somebody wreck it sometimes got it i just (laughs) want to make sure give it a shot whenever you want (laughs) i'm not very good at doing that so i want to make sure it's right but anyway so hey what is going on with you and what's going on at rocky right now 
Man, you know, there's a t- always a ton going on over at Rocky. You know, we've, we're kind of a diverse organization, so we've got uh, our hands in a lot of different pots, and, uh, you know, it's an exciting place to be. So uh, we're looking at, you know, new products for the next 12, 12 18 months right now and uh, keeping myself busy, but, uh, you know, still excited to talk about everything we got out there now and uh, kind of walk you through some of the things we've been doing uh, the past couple years as well. That is awesome. You know, let's start with, if, if it's okay with you, I like to start with the history of Rocky. I, I honestly have no idea the history of Rocky. And, and and so if you could enlighten us a little bit on just kind of how this company came about, what they're about, and um, kind of their their role in the outdoor industry. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, Rocky's been around since 1932. Uh, family from Southeast Ohio uh, named the, the Brooks family. And uh, two brothers started them up at the beginning and you know, started making uh, shoes for actually uh, kids and uh, for law enforcement military purposes. And, uh, you know, we had a, the, the Great War there. And so they got contracted by the government and all that stuff. And about 30 years later, uh, we were one of the first companies to kick off the uh, waterproof hunting boots. So uh, nice. we've been doing hunting outdoor boots since the mid 70s. And, uh, you know, we launched uh, one of the first Gore-Tex boots at one of the early shot shows there in the late 70s and uh, we've just been kind of keeping after it ever since you know you mentioned the bear claw and that's been kind of one of our staple products on the uh the outdoor side of things and uh you know along with that we've got the corn stalkers been really a, a kind of traditional go-to name um and and between the bear claw bringing you into your hunting world and uh the corn stalker bringing me in you know i think there's a lot of people out there that have uh kind of taken their first steps into the woods wearing a pair of rockies and, and we feel pretty proud to be able to offer that and to help live and carry that legacy no yeah so so from there you know we diversified you know that's kind of the, the traditional mold for us in the eight inch kind of welted uh uh you know insulated hunting boot and we've kind of spanned out we've got lightweight uh, specific spot and stock type boots we've got rubber boots um snake boots you know we kind of just every couple years we find a new thing to kind of test ourselves with and uh you know we like to think we've done a pretty good job at all of them along the way but uh you know there's always something new to try out or some other angle to to kick on so uh, we just we're just keeping at it and trying to be uh innovative and provide products that answer different problems for our consumers you know every every day every year every season so do you guys find like, you know, I always get interested in this part of it because I don't know anything about boots. I don't know how they're manufactured. I don't understand, um, you know, what goes into them. But I can say that, and I would ask the question to you that it, I'm assuming going from a leather boot that's full tie up to a rubber boot has a huge difference in the process of the boot. Absolutely. I, I mean, at the the granular level you, you've got to change factories you know we look at different uh, suppliers and and find people who have the resources and the tools that are able to, to make the products um in these unique categories and and we do that because we feel that um we'd be doing an injustice to try to have somebody reinvent the wheel and learn how to do it for us so rather we go out to somebody that says look you, it seems as though you have some capabilities in this area or you've developed a strength um and, and how to make it make this mold fit or how to use this material. And so um, we find partners that help us to, to create the best products we can. And, and that's, you know, unique to each various collection or variation and design that we, uh, we look at. And so a lot of times, you know, we'll test out something and we'll say, you know, we like this, but let's try it again this way. And uh, we'll come out or, or let's try it with this partner. And, you know, usually you, you give it a couple shots and you, you come out with the, the right partner to work with to deliver the best product to the consumers. 
Yeah, it's, it's impressive in the lineup. You know, we're looking right now on the website, and uh, so for those of you who are you know on here, when you when you talk about outdoors, um, you guys have um, a nice variety of, of areas in the outdoors, including hiking, uh, snake boots, rubber boots, waterproof, uh, athletic, hunting boots, insulated, winter boots, casual and snow boots. So <laughs> there's a huge yeah. variety here, and even I even saw a sandal in there under the hiker <laughs> hiker area. Um, <laughs> that, that's a, how many boots you guys have total do you do you even do you guys have a number like or is it just like you know there, it fluctuates at any given time the last time i did a hard count we had 404 <laughs> unique styles um, wow. across our different uh categories you know i it could have gone up 10 or 20 or down 10 or 20 since then it just depends on you know the product life cycles but uh yeah we're you know we're fluctuating between 400 and 500 boots at any given time Man, that's incredible. And, you know, I, I actually, I mean, you could tell that when I sent you that uh, initial order there, I, I definitely, the bear claws were for me. I had to relive my, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I gotta, I haven't had these boots in so long. I gotta try these again. That sounds so fun. Um, how do you guys go about selecting well, the I color, color options? Well. How do you guys go about selecting the color options? Sure. Absolutely. So, you know, I, I think, uh, First and foremost, uh, we look at the vein that a given product's being created or developed for. So, you know, when we create something, we do innovation sessions, you know, a year or two years in advance. And we have a specific either problem that I, that's arisen from a hunter. I need you guys to help me find something that'll work in this environment. Or we look at a, a specific environment that we are, ourselves have been in and say, you know what, we've experienced this and, and we want to make this tweak. And so when we're looking at those conditions, we frame around that. So, you know, if, if I've got a, a hunter who's in the South and, you know, he's, he's got a snake boot and, you know, it's just... It's so it's so stinking hot that you know he's got to got to get a little bit more breathability and uh, you know so one of the reasons why we added a new waterproofing uh, in the past couple of years is because we wanted to take some of these unique products that just inherently hold in a lot of heat and and give it that extra breathability so that it'll perform better in an environment that has those demanding conditions like that so that's just you know one example of where we add things but the, but the camo pattern and the color is is inherent to that as well so you know when I look at an environment like that in, in the deep south, you know, I, I may lean a little bit more towards uh, um, a mossy oak, for example, because we find that um, certain certain mossy oak patterns have, have worked well in that environment or that we're seeing a lot of the, the camo that's selling in that area um, in that pattern. And so we feel it lends itself to the, the other tools in the hunter's resource kit that they're using, you know, as far as from their camo or their, their um you know, their bow or whatever other components they have, you know, their ground blind might be in, in that camo pattern. So we do look uh, a lot of market research on regionality for patterns, but we've also gone another step and we've developed our own Venator camo pattern, Venator being one for Hunter. So, you know, it's a logical uh, name there, but uh, we, we developed that with kind of a universal or um, kind of all, all environment uh, concept to it. And so when we look at developing new boots now, um, we, we look at what cameras are, are kind of more inherent to that environment or have been more traditional in that environment. But then we could develop a product in our, our vendor line because we have that belief that it is pretty universal or applicable to almost any hunting scenario. Okay. Well, what do you, what would kind of, what model would you suggest for a bow hunter, say, you know, 40, 50 degrees, things like that? Go-to bow hunting boot is going to be our broadhead collection, and the name you know says exactly why. It's early mid-season environment, or for 
um, situations where, you know, it's, it's good for spot and stocking or, uh, you know, it's, it's good in a, in a tree stand when you're not dealing with that extreme cold. We do have one or two of them have a little higher insulation for those environments, but it's really designed for that 80% of, of primary bow season. Um, and so that, that boot is a lightweight, uh, functional, flexible boot, uh, waterproofing, you know, throughout, uh, features our semi-Q atomic technology. Um, so it kind of, you know, it's got a lot of scent inhibiting and scent controlling, uh, just built into it. Uh, and, and then beyond that, um, it's just, it's just comfortable. And, you know, we've got, uh, a statement that we use if, if we can't look at something and say, this has rugged comfort built into it, we're not going to make it. And, and that's where that broadhead kind of comes in. It's got all those little features that you demand, um, you know, uniquely as a bow hunter, but then at the same time has that rugged capable nature to it that, that we build into every one of our products. Oh, and <laughs> one thing you notice looking at Rocky boots is you're going to have no problem with the grip on the bottom and getting up in your tree stand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. <clears throat> Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I mean, of course we have rubber boots and, you know, I've, I personally, you know, growing up, me and the, the guys who taught me to bow hunt were, were gung-ho, you know, if you're not rubber, you're not bow hunting in the Ohio Midwest stand hunting. But, you know, as I lived out in Idaho and Montana, uh, as I lived a little bit further in the south, I started doing a lot more spot and stocking, and that's where a, a lightweight, um, kind of flexible but comfortable rugged boot like the Broadhead really became my my next generation bow hunting boot as I advanced in, in my, my bow hunting experiences. So uh, what, what, speaking of that, what, so do you do a lot of bow hunting yourself? I do. You know, it's, it's, it's tough. Uh, it's, it's, I, you can't ever find enough time, right? You know, I, mean, <laughs> I, I get out as, as much as I can. I mean, I still, I'm lucky to get, you know, a couple dozen days a year. I might get two, three dozen days a year, but when the office pulls me back in and I'm sitting there watching my, my wireless cameras blowing up and I'm saying, oh, man, you know, <laughs> I see you for a couple hours this evening. <laughs> That's awesome. But, uh, yeah, so I, tell- I mean, I'm, I'm diehard about it. Uh, how awesome are the wireless cameras though? We're waiting on ours to come. I just yeah. can't wait to have an app on my phone and watch these deer pop Boom. up. Game I'm on, freaking baby. out at work for two baby. weeks. <laughs> it is it is awesome and and torturous at the same time. <laughs> you know, I, mean, you know, I would live in the stand from opening day until the end of the season if somebody would just do my job for me for those <laughs> yeah. months, you know. But <laughs> Now, what, tell us about your setup. What kind of bow you you shooting? What, what's on it and all that? So I've been shooting a Bowtech BTX here for the past mm-hmm. couple of years. Nice. I've thought a little bit about upgrading or trade changing over to something else, but I'm just I'm just so comfortable with it, and um, you know the demands of of work, and I've got a two year old. It's just it's just hard for me to bite yeah. off the idea of, of making a switch, but. Uh, it, it it treats me well you know i've got a cool setup i've got a, a back porch that sits about 20 15 20 feet above the ground and i can get about 45 50 yards off the back porch so it's nice just to be able to scoot out the back door when the little one falls asleep and you know yeah. get, a, get about six shots off and you know hope, hopefully feel feel good about him most of the time and then you know know that i'm set up and good to go when i when i get back into the field you know i'm shooting a uh uh, QAD ultra release, um, and drop away. Um, and then, uh, I've got a spot hog site and, um, gosh, what else am I shooting with right now? Um, rogue, rogue bow strings. Um, you know, I, I just, I love my setup. Uh, you know, I had a lot of advice and, and help, uh, you know, planning it and it's just been, been awesome for me. Um, uh, 
I really, I've, I've noticed myself performing a lot better in the last two or three years than than I ever did, ever did before. So it's amazing what all the what the advances in in bow technology have been in the last few years, and um, it's just it, it's awesome. I tell you what, man, you, you know I, that that BTX is a great bow, and yeah. I I shot that bow myself, and I loved it, and. Um, the thing about it, though, is, you know, the realm is unreal. So when you, when I know you're thinking like, the, because the BTX was my, my, literally my favorite bow that year. And the year after, I still loved it. The rain came out, but I still loved that BTX. I had a hard time putting it down. But this realm has changed my whole mindset. Because when you shoot it, you'll be I've like, a, wow. <laughs> I've had a couple guys tell me that. And I just, like I said, I... I <laughs> I love this thing, you know, and maybe it's time to just bite it off. And yeah, were you thinking of any other brands at the same time? Uh, you know, I've, I've had a lot of guys uh, recommend the Halon to me, you know, the Matthews, um, and uh, you know, I've I've shot Bowtech for a while now, and and they've been good to me. Um, you know, I had the what was the three sixty before that, and um, you know, then back back before that, I, I won't lie, I was a um, I was a hardworking uh, young guy, and then had some hand-me-down bows there before that. So you know, I've been nice. bow texting mm-hmm. the last decade, and man, I had a, a Ben Pearson custom there for a nice. little while. Going and, back, uh, baby. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so, now uh, I've had some interesting ones, and, and made it work when I had to. But uh, you know, it's, I'm blessed to. Have some good opportunities and some some good friends over at Bowtech these days. Yeah, yeah, they're they're uh, we've been working for Bowtech for a while. In fact, they're one of the supporters of this podcast. They're very supportive of us doing it, and they they try to help where they can. And that you know they um, they I, I've had such a good time working with them on different projects. We actually shot one of the longest distance compound bow shots on record with the Rain Six last year for them, and it was a blast, yeah. man. Like doing it, and, and Chris who was shooting the shot. Um, you know, it was it was pretty inc- impressive. Number one, the power of that bow and how accurate it was. I mean, people love to say like, "Oh, anybody can do that." Blah blah blah. But yeah. the honest, the honest thing <laughs> is, be there and watch show it. me. You do it. Go ahead. Let me see it. Right? It ain't gonna happen. I don't right. care who you are. You know, these guys, even the, the the superstars are out there who shoot bow and they shoot hundred plus yards. It, it's not, when you're talking three hundred plus yards, every variant comes into play, and you you're you're aiming position is, in is literally Same. in the sky like a yeah. star or a drone we tried a drone at one point because we were above the trees so it was nothing you could dabble oh with you know but that bow man i mean <laughs> smoked it like it's just unreal the power you know behind but we were seeing with uh well how many pounds was he pulling 72 so i think 72. he was doing 72 pounds 30 uh, inch draw 30 inch draw he adjusted past him yeah. Anyway, he, we were seeing about total max length on that setup specifically was about 370. Mm-hmm. And that's that's just shooting the arrow wow. as far as you can go on the right angle and seeing yeah. where it lands and, and getting a group. And he was grouping them in the ground at 370. And, oh, my God. But you can't count that because you need to have mm-hmm. a target in order mm-hmm. to make it count. And you got to hit sort of the right. bullseye, right, like a pie mm-hmm. or a balloon. So in order to do that, we had to pull it back just to get more accuracy, and you know. But either way, he ended up doing a three fifty seven on a target and a three twenty five on a balloon. Yeah, on a, hitting a balloon, yeah. it was oh crazy. Not a weather balloon like Not some a other huge <laughs> weather balloon. A little <laughs> balloon, like it was seriously one of the most impressive things I've ever seen. 
But uh, well, there's definitely some raw skill there. I, I'd say oh that, yeah, that's for sure. I couldn't do it. <laughs> nope. Yeah, we might be doing it again this fall. It's like because they, they have a new bow coming out, and they were asking us to start looking into using this bow, this new one to do to do it. You know, so we'll see. Uh, it, it, it's not one of those things where you're just like, oh yeah, let me do it. You know, because yeah. it's, it's a, a lot, lot of work. Of planning. You know, a lot of planning, a lot of time. Yeah, he's got it's like practice. It'd be like if you guys scheduled a huge video shoot, you know, and you guys spend a whole day, and, and if you don't get it right, you just lost a lot of time and money. <laughs> You know, so oh yeah, no, I'm gonna put months into it. It's like it's like marathon running or something. Yeah, and believe me, that's something else I can't do either. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So so I didn't know this, but it says Rocky Rocky Brand. So you guys, it says you guys own Georgia Boot Durango. Uh, is this is Le- Lehigh? Lehigh? Is that said? Is that right? Yep. Yep. Lehigh is safety shoes for work environments and things uh, like that. Yes, but we're uh. Yeah, we, we've got a, a few few pieces under our umbrella, and you know, Rocky, of course, is the flagship and uh, um, the namesake, if you will. But uh, yeah, Georgia and Durango are, are great sister, their partner brands, and I work with them, you know, on a, on a pretty frequent basis. And uh, we, you know, we borrow technology from each other, and um, you know, Georgia's made some great comfortable insoles over the years, and Durango's really found some nice supple leathers, and you know, we all work together to to kind of put things into into one mix and you know, make sure that we're providing the, the best you know thing we can to, to our customers in each specific category. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So you guys, um, so what 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 camos are you using now? Is it just your own, or are you guys still licensing other uh, camo patterns, or how does that work? And we are we're definitely using our own, but we'll you know I I believe we'll always license other patterns. I, I think it's just um, inherent uh, to given the offerings that uh, that are demanded by by the hunters and, and by the you know the consumers. Cool. Even who aren't hunters, you know, people that just wear camo as a lifestyle side. So, you know, we're uh, we've got a lot of stuff coming out in Real Tree Edge this year. Nice. Um, so, um, and, and you know we do uh, we do a lot of private label stuff as well, and so you'll see you know if you're shopping in your local Bass Pro, you'll see uh, you know we've got a lot of true timber uh, items that, that'll be featured at Bass Pro, and I believe I believe Cabela's may be uh, looking into doing some uh, some unique camo patterns here moving forward as well. So uh, you know we're we're great partners, and we take uh, we take their their suggestions, their advice when uh, we look to develop boots specifically for them as well, and so. Um, you know, I imagine we'll always have a diversity of camo patterns featured in our products. Yeah, that's great. That's uh, that's good. I, I like that idea. I mean, I think some people want real tree. They want real tree, right? Yeah. I mean, and you have your own now, and they can they can get that as well. In most cases, probably. And, and anyway, let's talk about real quickly the clothing. So this is not a space that you guys have always had, right? This is kind of new for you. you. You know, it's it's new when you look at the length of the company. It's new. Um, you know, I'd say we've had one line, uh, our Pro Hunter line, that's been around for gosh, I want, I want to say about twenty years now. Oh wow! Um, okay, but that's... our, but specifically our our uh, our new vendor camo pattern and the stratum layering system that we've come up with. Uh, you know, we started developing it in the, the early 2010s, and uh, we launched to market in, in 2016 with uh, both that camo pattern as well as the the stratum layering system, and that's really. That's our, our big uh, bow hunting focused clothing line. You know, our, our pro hunter line is kind of that that bulletproof, waterproof, windproof, late season. You know, you, you the guys who go out for you know five seven days when it's just brutal out there, but that's when their state gun season is or whatever it may be, and 
and it's been tried and true for us. It's done tremendous, and we'll always stand behind that product as a, a feature in our clothing line. But really, there's a lot of exciting technology and uh, strong development that's gone into uh, developing not only our camo pattern, but also this stratum layering system over the last few years. And then we're, we're really excited about it, man. I'm I'm uh, I feel lucky every time I get to go out into the woods and, and test uh, test a new piece, or um, you know, just just get to enjoy the benefits of, of the, the system as a whole. So this camo, I mean, I love the way it looks to my eye right now. Oh, now, shit. is this camo was this camo created for the Western hunter or the Midwest hunter, or trying to mix the both, or how, how did you guys come up with the the concept here? Or I guess what are you targeting with this thing? Absolutely. So so the, you, you're. I mean, you almost spoke the evolution there just, you know, inherently. We started out originally looking at, hey, there, there's an opportunity out here in the West. We haven't focused on the elk environment. Let's, let's take a look at this. And we started doing the research. And while we're doing that, we, you know, of course, come, you know, we go out to Utah or, or up to Alberta or various places. We were out there working with outfitters and guides and hunters to, to kind of do some field research and get their input and look at the various environments and conditions. Um, we start noticing this color palette of four or five colors that's just jumping out in each of these environments. And so we've got that going on. We've got our designers laying these color palettes out, looking at shapes that you find both from a distance, but also close up and that you can maybe blend together to distort the, the silhouette, but also to provide some of that kind of blending combination, just general uh, historical camouflage um, kind of concept. And, we bring it back to our, you know, our southeastern Ohio headquarters, and then we start putting things together. And you know, of course, guy like myself is let me let me throw that on and go sit in my tree stand forty five minutes away. You know, yeah, and yeah. We get out there and we're like, well, shoot, this this is working in the Midwest. And yeah. So then I call my buddy, who's a diehard turkey hunter down in the Florida area. I'm like, hey, hey, give this a shot, Mike, and then send some stuff down to Mike, and Mike throws it on, and it works. I call a guy who's a duck hunter up in, you know, the Minnesota, Wisconsin area. I say, hey, you know, hey, give this, give this a shot. And we came to find out that by using that color palette and creating more of a um, generic visual distortion that, that also blends the, the body form as well, we, we've got what we feel is, is, you know, about as universal as you can get with a camo pattern. And uh, so we, we kind of changed our, our concept or our belief on it from, a purely Western elk pattern to a, this is really a, a universal kind of one camo for any environment uh, type of concept. And, and we've taken that, you know, over the past couple of years, a step further, and we've developed a, a snow pattern and we have a, a, a black version of the camo that, you know, it's kind of geared towards ground blind hunting as, as we've seen a kind of resurgence or a lift in, in hunters who are really spending, you know, finding the advantages of ground blind hunting or just purely for, um, other conditions, you know, for guys who like do some predator hunting to make sure that their herd stays healthy. Um, you know, that, that black camel pattern is great for, for taking out some, some coyotes, you know, at night. So, uh, we've really tried to, again, stay true to those roots of looking at the unique conditions and, and, uh, challenges that hunters are presented with and making sure that we're developing things that can speak to those, those challenges and, and give the hunters another resource for, uh, asserting themselves. Uh, apart from the, the conditions that they're presented with. So what kind of accessories can people get with your stuff? I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know the whole lineup, so I see gloves and a hat and boots, obviously. Um, is there a backpack, or you, you guys don't have that at this point? 
We don't at this point. Uh, you, you know, I, I, without saying too much, uh, keep your eyes and ears open. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, 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 you know, we're, again, we're always looking for those, those extra pieces and things we can do. And uh, we always talk to, to people about um, seeing if we can find ways to work together to, to make something um, that adds those benefits. At this point in time, our pattern is, is limited to the, I guess I want to say about 30, 30 unique apparel pieces as well as, uh, you know, around that many uh, boots in the camo pattern as well. So, you know, it's a diversity of, of apparel and footwear, um, and, and the, the rest is kind of yet to come. I have to ask the question because we're watching the video on this camel right now. Who the heck's got this old bear bow? Where'd this thing come from? I have to know the story behind this bow. So, so on a pretty regular basis, uh, we work with some great guys who produce this video, and uh, they lost some bags uh, when they were going out to, to film the video. And uh, <laughs> so they kind of started doing the, the knock on doors, ask around thing. And it was one of those, like you mentioned earlier, you've got you know, one or two days on feed, and you spent all this money <laughs> oh, yeah. on location and That's all this awesome, stuff. Though. And something goes out of whack. Uh, you you got to just like any hunter, you got to find a way to uh, kind of adapt and, and work with the conditions that are <laughs> That's presented. Awesome. And, uh, so, yeah, they, uh, they ended up coming across a sweet old bow, and I said, you know what? It's one of those things where you know, as a marketing guy, you know, any press is good press, or any attention is good attention. Anybody who knows what they're looking at is going to see that, and it's going to draw them in further. Mm-hmm. And so we, we thought about, should we reshoot this? Does this hurt us? And I said, you know what? It's a conversation piece. Um, and so we decided to roll with it. We think all the rest of the video is really yeah, it's uh, great yeah. to, to how the really well done forms and the condition how it can hold up to the conditions. But uh, that was one of those, you know, let's see how, how much people are going to watch. Yeah. Very cool. No, yeah. I mean, we only notice it because we know bows a lot. So we do a lot of bows here. So like, exactly. oh, no, I, I love it. Bow? <laughs> Um, and then, uh, and we have a lot of old show I go to, I'm like, all right, who's the guy who's going to come up and ask me, you know, (laughs) (laughs) cause I got the, we got a lot of old bows here. So we see, we notice those pretty fast when we're, uh, doing this stuff. So this camo looks great. I think it, I think it's going to work, especially in Midwest. I do believe it would work. Uh, We actually have hunted a lot in Northern Canada. And I, I believe this would work there as well. And I know Bob's shaking his head yes because he's a big bear hunter up there. And um, you know, oh. there's a lot of moss moss there, and yeah. and, and uh, a dark and a lot of colors that would match a lot of these tans and stuff. So I think it, I think it looks real well. Let me ask you this: Do you guys, you guys, already have this? And I don't think so, but I'm not positive. Is there any? future look at um maybe teaming up with a bow company to have the camo on a bow we have had this conversation with with some, some good friends of ours before and i may have mentioned some of my friends previously so uh just not not to name drop or you know lead somebody into something that they may or may not want me talking about but uh yep. we have explored that and there are some uh, some conversations in the works some possibilities I'm really i would have loved to have seen it come out last year or this year uh, it's one of those things where it, it's going to take longer than, than you'd always like it to. Yeah, but uh, yeah. we're, I'm really optimistic it'll be sooner than later that we'll start seeing that. Yeah, and, and it hasn't been limited to, to just bows. Oh, We've yeah, had yeah, some, yeah. some conversations with people on, on various components as well. And so I'm really hoping we can uh, we can get that to happen here sooner than later, if nothing else for selfish reasons. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I really think that there's a lot of potential here, um, you know, not only – 
in our, our clothing and our footwear. But um, you know, in terms of the whole hunter's resource kit, um, you know, I think this pattern can can live in every piece of that. For sure, for sure, and I, you know, I and, and camels is kind of a hot topic because you know a lot of bow companies work with obviously brand, other brands that you know or are aware of, and they've been working with them for years. So there's sure, obviously yep. relationships there, and you know, but the thing is, is it and, and you, what I'm start you're starting to see in the industry though is they are making some slight changes. They are mixing it up. Um, companies like Obsession who have like, you know, they have like 20 different yeah. pattern options. Uh, uh, even Bowtech, like we talked about earlier, was exploring some stuff. I did talk to them earlier in the year uh, coming up, and I, I don't know what that'll be, and I don't know if it'll be whatever, but I'm just saying they are always looking to explore what options are out there, and I don't blame them. You know, you got to start looking at these things in a different way um, and, and, and taking advantage of these new ideas. Plus, not to mention the cross-marketing with Rocky, right, to have this pattern. That's a big deal. So from here on out, you know, that Absolutely. bow might be featured in all Rocky stuff that you guys are doing because you need that camo to match. So it's kind of a win-win for a lot of people. Um, and for them, they can always do as a custom option, right? Mm-hmm. You can always be an upcharge. I mean, there's options to do it. You know what I mean? It doesn't always yeah. have to be. They have to, you know, stock a 1,000 of these bows mm-hmm. in that color, right? Stock it, right. So... It just depends how it goes. But like you said, accessories, and the reason I brought that up is maybe not for bows, but I do know of accessory companies who have uh, went with a camo pattern that did not work, and they had to stock that because in their product, which Mm -hmm. I'm not going to mention, but in their product, they had to have it pre-made. There's no way for them to, you know, they have to order Mm -hmm. like a 1,000 bulk. Mm -hmm. And so when they do that, you know, each unit. Exactly. Yeah. So when once they did that, they, then they got a bad taste in their mouth when they couldn't make a different brand go yeah. far, right? Then they get scared and don't want to lose money, so they get, you know. But, you know, other companies have, have been successful with this, and uh, other brands in the industry with creating a camo pattern. That pattern now is seen on bows today, multiple bows in some of the other cases. So I think you guys definitely have a great chance to get it, especially with your brand name. I mean, it's it's a big a big deal. So, and I apologize. I no, I we, forgot that Rocky had clothes for a long time. I, now I think about it, yeah. they did. I mean, Ron, you, his original say, outfit was a Rocky back mm-hmm. in the day. That's that's pretty sweet. Oh, of course. No, no, it's all good. I mean, we we're happy, and you know that, that people people have had a chance to try things out here and there. You know, but one of the things you speak to there is it, it reminds me of how awesome this industry is. I mean, there's so much potential for collaboration and and so many opportunities to find unique ways to do things. And even when we talk about the accessories, you know, it's, there's ways to take shared inventory. And, you know, if you're going to go in and partner with somebody and have them put your pattern on something, you got to take some ownership over that. And I think that's one of those things we've talked about that, um, you know, it'd be nice to, if, if and when we go down that road to say, you know what, maybe we, uh, if we do take an allotment of that, or maybe the first run is, you know, they give us a, uh, you know, a good good relationship uh, level to get in on, and, and we sell some of it through our website or find ways to um, pair it with a collection of our products to, so that when it could, you know, a given hunter uh, takes a top and bottom in, in our pattern, you know, maybe it's something that we can provide as an add-on, uh, you know, as a special deal or things like that. And so there's a lot of unique ways that you can do it, and, and just, again, the, the camaraderie and, and the ability to just make make friendships and, and build connections that allow you to try unique things in this industry is is so cool and, and so unique that you know we don't necessarily see in all of our uh in all other segments of, of the you know the, the boot or whatever part of our world and so uh, i'm really optimistic about the the potential to work with an array of different partners and, and to kind of see this pattern um develop in, in unique areas as well 
For sure, yeah. No, I'm I'm really happy. I'm, and thanks for sending us some of those samples. We'll we'll get more back on you. We'll have you back on in a few months, maybe more towards the season or during the season, and we can test out some of the boots and stuff, um, and a couple pieces of clothing you guys sent. We can play with that too. And then uh, hopefully, um, <clears throat> I, I I'm really excited to get the bear claw back in the field. I've been dying to get a bear claw on the field for like <laughs> five years. So I am more than thrilled, and uh, we'll be in touch with you and keep up with you on uh, how that's going. And um, hopefully we can try to ruin them. You know what I mean? Put them to the test. Yeah. Don't give you guys any weaknesses. We're going for it. Yeah. <laughs> Jump in the water. <laughs> Jump in the water. I, do all the fun I stuff. I love it. I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, go do a 14 or in them for me or something. You know, <laughs> whatever, whatever's got to get done. Take, take that mountain goat you've been always what you want to do. Oh. Whatever it may be, put them to the <laughs> test. Because I, I, that's, you know, that's one of my favorite things. And, and you know, I, I think we hear from a lot of our different customers on how and where they use them, but <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, it's those experiences where somebody really pushes it to the max and says, you know what, I, I tried this and, and it, and it worked or I tried this and, and this is what happened. And here's a challenge for Rocky to, to figure out how to, how to make sure that somebody else can handle this condition better. And, uh, you know, usually it's the first one of those that I tried it and man, they, they kick some tail, but, um, you know, there's that, uh, that converse side to it where, uh, you know, we, if we hear something, we like to take that feedback and turn it into a solution. And, and that's really where uh, we value, uh, the hunter as, as kind of our best resource in developing the, the best products we can. I think you guys are doing it. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I don't know yeah. if you guys have any other comments about this, but I, I don't, uh, to me, this, this is the round table time, Bob. Yeah. You got any questions over there? I see you looking, but you, see, you got any comments? All You've right. been quiet I, over I there. have a question. I wasn't going to ask it, right? Oh, so God. I see It's going to be good. Okay. So <laughs> boom, I see boom. you guys make military boots, right? Has there ever been a thought we of do. recreating this Mickey Mouse boot? I love the Mickey Mouse boot. In the we really, have that really conversation cool. a lot, actually. See? You thought <laughs> yeah, I was dumb. We, we, we talked about it. I still think you're dumb. I mean, I was, I was down at a, a trade show about a week ago, and, and I, I've got to guess I had probably had at least 16 to 18 people come and say, I love this boot, I love that boot, but, but where, where's Mickey at? <laughs> yeah. and, uh, I, I mean, uh, I'm with you. I, I think we should. Um, I don't. I don't see why not. You, you know, the the one caveat there, and I think this is kind of speaks to the uh, the level of, of skill and and demand that that our uh, armed forces have is, is that um, since that boot's been around, their their requirements have changed a lot. So, oh yeah, if, if I make that boot again, it's probably not going to be able to be used in the in the actual military. Oh no. Purposes. But there's so much nostalgia around it. There's so I mean that's where when we speak to that 1932 uh, you know development yep. foundation of Rocky, I mean that's that's where we got our start. And uh, I, I'd love to see us you know do a, a kickback collection or something along yeah. those lines. I remember you know, I, I found my dad a pair. It's hard to hard to argue. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, oh, I found him at a surplus store and gave it to him for Christmas. I thought he was going to crap his pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, as long as right. you're in a ground it's blind, you're good to go. You know, it's hard to argue. <laughs> We've got the number one selling combat military boot in the world. I mean, we are lucky to be able to provide uh, our servicemen and women yep. with footwear that, that they can feel confident going going anywhere in the world and, and protecting our freedom. And, and then that's just something that we feel great about and really proud to be able to do day in and day out. Yeah. Um, that's and that's awesome. really a, a DNA that holds true. Yeah. 
That's exciting. That is really cool, actually, when you think about it. But uh, mm-hmm. All right, cool, Ryan. Thanks a lot, man, for joining us on the show. And uh, uh, we'll be back. We'll have you back on soon and, and get more as we get in the season so we can check in on you and see how your season with your new, with your new realm. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, and I'm sure I'll have some frustrations with those wireless cam pictures coming in and me sitting at my desk <laughs> wondering when I'm going to get the rest of the vacation time. <laughs> so if you guys well, are, hey, thank you guys so much for having me on. Thank no you. Problem. If you guys are online, go to rockyboots.com to check out their camo pattern, all the great boots and the clothing. They have so much to offer. It's really, really, truly amazing. Uh, from military boots, the bow hunting boots, the hunting boots, the hiking boots, uh, pretty much everything, even if snake, if you guys need snake boots. So you definitely want to check out the camel pattern is sick and it looks amazing. And I do, I do feel it'll work in multiple places. And that's a big question we always get is Western or Midwest or whatever. So I do think when you guys see it, you'll understand what I'm talking about. It has the greens. It does have the darks. So I think it'll work. It's not too bright. And that's what I was worried about when you see Western. So thanks for listening to the podcast. We'll see you guys next time. Celebrating the rich tradition of bow hunting for over 31 years, Vanguard is proud to be the official optic and hunting pack of Bowhunter Planet. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.